Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the podcast, Eric Dom of the Brevet. Welcome, man. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Good to have you back, man. Yeah. It's been too long, guys. How long has it been? Well, here's a funny thing. So today is July 7th, 7th, and people are going to be listening to this on July 9th, eight days short of last episode released with you on 7-16 of 22. Wow, so we're just gonna do this every year. I think so. And that's <laughs> that was pure coincidence. I was like, I gotta see what Johnny was on last. And I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. You've yeah, been busy amazing. this last year, huh? I've been really busy. Yeah, we have a band's been busy. I've been busy personally. Um Yeah, man, just yeah, just getting after it. Trying to I mean, stay sane. <laughs> how how are the how are the fellows in the band doing? All right. They're doing great, yeah. Um I see them all. And, and on next Friday, we, uh, okay. we leave, we leave for tour, do yeah. a bunch of summer, summer dates. And, uh, so I'll see those fellas on Friday. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at the, at the tour dates and it's always so cool, right. To just see bands out on tour. And it's always awesome when you can see a band that's out on tour and then they link up and play at a festival per se, or support a fellow artist that has also, you know, has the connection to the boat as well. Yeah. Um, I know better than Ezra in August, you guys are supporting. Yeah, that's right. And, and, uh, was it a red wanting blue? You guys would be at an oyster festival in Wyoming. And then, uh, mile music, which is a lot of, yep. I think yeah. there's a lot of rock boat bands. Our buddy Ian. Yeah. Ian's great. Yeah. I love Ian. Yeah. It's, uh, it's you guys again. I mean, that's just, and the coordination to get all that done on top of, this amazing Kickstarter project you guys have endeavored and have completely kicked his ass. Um, you know, kudos to you guys. Can you walk us through how that all came to be? I can. Yeah. And I will. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. The Kickstarter. I mean, so we, we've been battling for a while, like what to do as a band, if we want to sign with a label and go that take that approach where we're at just in our careers and what we want to how we want to handle that and it's been a it's been an onward battle for that um of just like giving up control and giving up rights to our music we're i'm kind of a control freak when it comes to that but at the same time it's also um it's the name of the game that you have to play you know like labels have a lot of power and are great in so many aspects and in just where we're at in our career, you know, we've met with a lot of labels and we just came back to the drawing board and we wanted control over this, this album that we were, were really proud of. So we kept going like, how do we do this the correct way? Cause the album's done. And normally a Kickstarter campaign, right. Would be like, help us make an album. Right. But our album's done. And we were like, we need to push this the correct way as if a label would do it. Like we don't, I don't want to put this album out. Just there's so much music that's being put out into the world right now. And I think more than ever. And 
for us as a band, I just was like, it, I don't want to, I don't want to put it out kind of half-assed or put it out in a way that's just, here you go. We have no release strategy. We have no money behind this. It's just hopefully it works, you know, type of situation. So that being said, we were like, all right, what if we did a Kickstarter, raise these funds, hired our own team, as opposed to giving up all of our rights and putting our trust in an intern, <laughs> right? Um, from a label or something. Um, so, you know, I was very skeptical about this thing, about the Kickstarter. We've never done a Kickstarter. We've never really leaned on our, on our fans in this way. And it makes Did, me like, super uncomfortable to do that. <laughs> do you know any other artists that have taken that avenue that with with the Kickstarter? I mean, yeah, we've crossed paths with a lot of our artists that that do that path, and there's nothing wrong with it by any means. Um, it's amazing, amazing. Did they give you guys any like suggestions or tips or wisdom on it, or we kind of stayed in our own camp and we're like, cool. look, if this thing's gonna work, we want to do it our way, yeah. and we want to kind of not pander to be honest. Like we don't want to yeah. pander. We just want to go, Hey, this is what we're doing. And as we didn't do like an Indiegogo or anything like that, cause we Kickstarter is kind of an all or nothing thing. So it's like, if this is to meant to be, and we're meant to do this, like, here we go yeah. type thing. So if this fails, then it's going to fail big, you know? <laughs> um, so we, yeah, I mean like we took about a month and a half of prepping for this Kickstarter, you know, approach. Um, and every single day you could, probably talked to the guys. I was probably like, this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> and we, you know, like just, it was amazing. Just the response that we got like day one, I think we raised the funds in five days. Um, yeah. Which was insane. Like, honestly, like wild. And it wasn't like massive, massive donors. It was just like a bunch of people putting in money, like our fans, which is so cool and so rewarding and like gives us so much energy and now allows us the opportunity to like find the right team for this, like in digital marketing, how we want to, how we want to push this album the correct way. And I feel like now we have some fuel to do that. I would, yeah. I would say. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as, um, as soon as I got the email about the Kickstarter event, I reached out to Chris and I was like, dude, we gotta get, we gotta get Eric on to, to talk, talk about this. This is really an awesome thing. And to give you kind of, from from like a fan standpoint of view uh i think fans really actually love that aspect of it because they actually feel like they're part of that that release of that album right like right. They, that they had they had a little small piece in in what came of it whether it be to create the album or for marketing to push the album so uh, i think it's something that you know all bands are gonna um you know start to see because not everybody could, I'm, I mean, a lot of these venues, venues are kind of expensive to get people to kind of, kind of go to venues, you know, every day of the week. It's, it's difficult. So, um, it's a lot of I really marketing it's, dollars. That's for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, I, I, I mean, applaud I, you for doing that, for going thanks. this route. Yeah. It really is really opened our eyes up. Like we won't, we don't want to be like, I mean, I love having things creatively put together well and orchestrated professionally and whatnot. But like we do want to, we're an independent band. We've been an independent band for our entire careers. Um, 10 and 10, 10 years, years, right? Yeah. 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 And it, you know, just like letting our fans be involved in this approach and being really honest with them and like showing them 
what we're doing, how we're doing it and like giving them kind of an inside perspective of it as opposed to like coming off so polished and like professional and like, right. I don't know. I, I don't, there's, I'm never on, on that approach. There's a real value for people who love music and seeing a band such as, you, as a band such as the Brevet take this avenue and people can see that authentic, true you guys. And I, today, I, I think I posted um, about your Kickstarter and I sent the link and I watched that video two or three times, man. And that was just, that was, oh, oh, thanks, that, man. Like, that's just, I would encourage anybody to go check it out. It, it's, it just, it brings me back to like you guys on the boat and playing and it's just like, you guys are just awesome and your music is beautiful. And, and the people who have exceeded the $25,000 marker for you guys. Um, now, can people still continue to donate if they want? Yeah, I think we have like, when this airs, I think we'll have a week left. Okay. Of, um, of time and we, we just dropped some prices on some things. Like nice. once someone buys something on Kickstarter, just how it works, you can't change alter a price anymore. Okay. Um, but there's certain items that we're like, since we hit the goal, we're like, do we want people to be inclined if they weren't able to before to be like in now on it? Um, yeah. So we've dropped some prices like house show type stuff, which we're not doing many. We don't do many house shows as you guys probably know. Um, <laughs> but we've dropped the price on that, you know, and... Um, a couple other things and we're going to do a few other things this last week just because we're super humbled and like just so grateful man for everyone that's involved in this and, and we want to we want to make them proud you know we want to we want to push this thing the right way so yeah it will be available and you can still um you can still give this campaign uh until i think july 13th 14th right around yep. there. yeah uh, yep july 15th Oh, there you go. You know more than I do. <laughs> and Eamon knows firsthand, don't you, Eamon? Right. You know, before before we had you on, and I'm going to finish it when uh, when we get off here, uh, because there's a lot of different things you could choose from here. Uh, I want to make sure that we make a we make a donation uh, on behalf of the Bowcast here to to the to the Kickstarter. So I you guys have always been incredible to us. I haven't figured out which one I want to get. You got you got like Too drum covers, choices. you know, vinyls. <laughs> like it's really Saw the it's drum really cover. cool. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. We got drum cover. We have my my dad's vinyl or paintings. Uh, my dad's in all the artwork for us. He's he's a really um, accomplished painter. That was uh, him. That's incredible artwork. Yeah, I was I was actually quite bummed when someone bought one of them. I was like, oh, because, <laughs> because there, that, that that's it. There's only one, you know. And it's my dad, and he's he's 74, and I mean, he was he's been commissioned to do paintings for presidents, so he's. Um, wow. He's the real deal. And, and it's just, it's really special for me to be able to work with him and like do this father son again, like again, why we want to do this way. This approach is like, we have our hands on everything. Yeah. And it's a very much like do it yourself, very much like family oriented project with me and all the guys. Um, and, and we want to feel that way. And it's like, we're not trying to like be so cool and be like, we're, you know, and, I don't know. We're just trying to be honest and we're like musicians and we like making music, which is what yeah. our band name's all about. Yep. And, and we want that to come across in every aspect of our existence as far as musicians go. So, so, so let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I know I get excited when, when we hit certain numbers with certain things that we may post or whatever. Yeah. What was it like in the inner circle of the Brevet 
when you when you hit the okay button for kickstarter and it launches and then you hit like your first 5000 and then 10000 what were there like conversations like holy crap this is working this is amazing yeah. how awesome everybody is what was I was I was actually out of town I was traveling and I was like I had no reception <laughs> and so I like refreshed it and I didn't get any of the guys texts or anything like that but I refreshed it and um I I thought it was like wrong <laughs> you know because it was like the first day and we were at like I think like $18,000, like the first day, Wow, which is really wild. Like it's just, again, speaks so much to our fans and why we keep doing this. I literally said before, honestly, before we started this Kickstarter campaign, I was like, if I'm to keep doing this, I need a sign that I should keep doing this, <laughs> you yeah. know? And that was made very clear, at least by our fans. <laughs> um, so yeah. there's a lot of people that, which is really cool to us that have been impacted by our music. And I hope to continue to do that, you know? So, so the new album mm -hmm. wanders, can you, what, what, what can you tell us about that? Man, it's like, I keep writing these themes. Like we've yeah. written so many songs and like we haven't put out an album album since 2018. I think right okay. behind, right behind your head. Yeah. We put out Paris, which is EP during COVID Bam. again, like no, I wish we would have had a digital marketing campaign behind that album or that EP because I think it would have been a lot better, but we didn't, we're just, we're putting it out and we're in the middle of COVID, you know, what yeah. are we going to do? But, um, we have so many, so many songs that I've been writing over since that point until now. And one through line was like, just my battles of struggling for like purpose and meaning in life. And I think so many people, have those same questions and thoughts that go through their head every day. So as a band, you know, we've always been a band that writes about big epic concepts. And I kind of picked the songs on this album that all have that same through line and theme throughout it. Um, the, what I thought was the best 12 songs um, that made sense with, with this album, you know, everything's like um, a singles approach now. But for us, and we will release singles for this album, but like, um, I want it to be an album. I want you to listen to it and be able to listen to it from front to back and have a cohesive thing as opposed to just like, here's a single, here's another single. We'll do that. That's fine. But from my artist mindset, it really, really wants it to be a cohesive project. And, uh, cause what's the, what's the point, you know, yeah. if not, um, that's like our branding, that's our band. That's who we are. Um, so wanders to your long, long story long wanders. <laughs> it's about, it's about all those themes. It's about searching for purpose, searching for meaning, um, and kind of figuring ups and downs along the way. Um, so it's a, it's a it, uplifting yet like heavy album. Awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, now the artwork for this is your dad also going to be doing that for the cover. He is that that's the cover, which is actually. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's in my studio. That's the actual album. Okay, nice. So if you're listening, turn in, tune into our YouTube channel so you can <laughs> see what we just saw. We're not going to tell you what we saw, but it's awesome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So that is the album cover, and I love this like Western, you know, like Frederick Remington type artwork. Um, and my dad has all these, a lot of his paintings from the '80s actually that I've like collected over, over the years of his. And, um, 
That's one of them. That one, I think it was done like 85. Wow. Nice. Yeah. But the other ones, like these singles we've been releasing, those were done yep. for each song. Like I sent him the song. I sent him what the themes were of the song. And then he did a painting based off of that in the same oh. theme, like the Western nice. yeah. artwork that I wanted. I love it. And speaking of Western with your tour, you're hitting up Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, only fitting. Yeah, only fitting. Yeah. We, I'm very excited to go back. I, I'm so excited for some of these shows, man. Like we have a lot of new songs that were going to be working out along the way. So, so, uh, it's going to be really, really exciting. Like it's just always fun to play your new music. So I think we'll probably be playing more or less every song from Wanderers on the nice. summer, on the summer run in one capacity or another, you know, maybe not all of it during one show, but like, we'll be playing we we'll playing it for sure. And, and what's it look like? Um, well, I'm let me, let me preference this. Where do the other guys in the band live? Or like, are you guys all in the same area? No, I'm in Tennessee. The other guys okay. are in California. So when you're trying to work out, you know, the kinks to the new songs before you hit the road, does that look like you guys just link up a couple of days before? And Yeah, I usually will, depending on where we're leaving from, I'll usually fly out to them or they'll fly out to me. Nice. And we'll have, you know, weeks long of rehearsals. Um and then and then head out, work out some kinks of some some issues of songs. Yeah, last so time last time we spoke, I think you were you were just kind of getting settled in down in yeah, down I in think Nashville. That's, that's right. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember we're talking about Bucky's. Was that the episode? <laughs> Come on. We we had our first Bucky's experience uh yeah, down in did. Texas, Texified. Woo! And we, wow. we thought of you, man. What were your <laughs> we thoughts? Did. Give me your, give me your, uh, Blown away. Like you, you just can't describe it. It's a, it's a phenomenon. <laughs> uh, it was, <laughs> it was so where me and Mark were driving on the highway in Texas, it was like obviously pretty flat. And then out of nowhere, it's like you approach like area 51. It's like this like monstrosity of a compound and, I was like, look at all these gas pumps and they were all pretty much filled. <laughs> Dude, it's a thing. I mean, they, they just opened a few in Tennessee, which I'm very excited about. A few Bucky's. It's, it's going to take over, man. Guys, we should have gotten Bucky's stock. I, I way know. <laughs> I know. And the amount of apparel they have. <laughs> Unreal. Dude, I wish I could figure out who they're, who does all their merch, man. Bucky flip-flops. <laughs> like you know, I will I'll know we made it when the Brevet is sponsored by Bucky's. When we we have like a Bucky's Brevet mashup. Well we've my, made it. My brother's my brother's dog has a Bucky's like toy. Dog toy. Oh my yeah, my dog's got that. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a good it's a good toy. But the and then the other thing I the other thing I remember from the last time we spoke was how you were saying like during COVID and, and, and whatnot, like you thought you were writing your best music. So uh, mm -hmm. I know I'm excited for everything that's going to come out and, and uh, yeah. everybody else will sure be too. I've written with a lot of really great, since moving to Nashville too, I've, I've written with so many amazing people. Kevin from better than Ezra being one of them. Yep. Um, you know, Rob Thomas. Um, yep. There's been am some amazing artists that I've been able had the, pleasure to write with and been in these rooms with and especially for this album too so i'm really excited about that some other projects i'm working on a lot of great songs are coming out of that too so it's like 
it's been a great move for me personally, you know, and for the band, it's just been, yeah, it's been really, really incredible. I just think it is so badass how, you know, you're in these rooms with these, you know, larger than life household names. Right. And, and, and you're able to, you're able to raise the money that you raised and stay true to your, to your grassroots and yet still be immersed with these, with these artists and still, be able to do what you want to do and perform and go on tour. It just, it's a testament to you guys at the Brevet. Thanks, man. And, hey, we're, we're trying to build it, man. We're, we're, uh, I believe in, in this album a lot. And I, you know, even if it touches one person, then we've done our job, right? 10 years together, three full length albums, mm -hmm. uh, two EPs. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? most recently from any other fellow musician. You don't have to say their name. I don't know if it's like verbiage of advice, but I've been in rooms with some big artists before their shows. And, yeah. and what I've learned just from watching them is like not taking it so serious. You know, it's like, it's, it's, you just kind of have to let it like come in waves and enjoy the ride, like be present and intentional. It would be my, what I've taken away from like just being in watching these, these guys that have had very, very long careers. Um, they're always the most intentional people and the most like grateful people. And I think like, as you're grinding it out, like we are as a band, it's so easy to like, forget that, you know? Makes sense. It's like, you're just grinding every day and you're in a van and sometimes there's not many things that you like, unless you want to focus on it, be grateful for, you know, but in, then when you focus on it, it's like you have so many things to be grateful for and be able to play music and impact people and play your original music to people. So it's like, what I've learned from those people is they're intentional and they're present and they're enjoying that moment. And I think again, wanders like the, figuring out purpose and meaning. A lot of the songs are about that, about being intentional and being present in, in the current moment that you're in. And I think you live that message because as shown by the fans showing up because you can't be absent and connect with fans at the same time. So, you know, it's resonating through your community. Yeah, it's been really special. I'm trying to do a better job at it too. And and just, again, what you're talking about, like learning from words of advice. But if if I could learn that early, early on, you know, you'd save yourself a lot of, <laughs> a lot of ups and downs, you know? It's what? like you, these, you don't get these moments back. And like we get, we've ex experienced so many amazing things playing music together. And that is like, that is the pinnacle. Like everyone's always, you're always looking for something else. Even like every, whatever career you guys have, like you always, it's always like, if I get to here, then I'll be happy. Or if I get to this, but if you're not in this moment being currently happy, then you're going to miss out on all, all the joy that you've just, that you just lost out on. Well said, well said. So, you know, before we wrap up, you're going to be going, you know, you're going on tour here in, in a few, in, in a week and some change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you guys are going to be heading to different types of venues. What is one thing you look forward to 
at like I'm like I know you're gonna be at specifically like Oyster Oyster Ridge Fest in Wyoming, right? <clears throat> yeah. So music festivals compared to individual, you know, venues. What's you know what's some of the pros and and like that you enjoy one more than the other if if there is one or does it really not make a difference i don't know if there is one i think i'm looking forward to playing some of these festivals that we've we're familiar with because we've played them before so it's and and looking forward to coming back to it makes sense because we had such great experiences at those festivals meeting new fans you know meeting new people meeting other bands those have been really exciting and i am looking forward to that a lot and then the individual shows like some of these towns that we've never played billings montana and who knows i don't know if there's gonna be two people in there or a hundred people or 300 people experience right it's getting there it's all that yeah it's just it's again it's being present and like really enjoy like i'll be so grateful if there's if there's 10 people in that room (laughs) and i bet at least one will be a rock voter (laughs) probably you're probably right man um so yeah it's it both are equally grateful and and exciting um the ones that we're familiar with that we've been to there's a different type of excitement because we're comfortable with that yeah, we know sense. we know we're expecting yeah you know well you know as always we we hope that we get to see you out there at a venue i would encourage everybody to go out and check out everything at the brevet go buy their tickets go support the kickstarter and um you know i know at some point we'll see you back on the boat and uh, we would love that yeah yeah we got to get mean, you back on the boat well, you're going to For be seeing sure. the mayor of the boat here at the uh, at the Oyster Ridge Fest, so Mr. Scott Terry. So, <laughs> the mayor of the boat, I love that. Totally, that's what we call him, and he totally is. I also love what you guys are doing, man, with this podcast. It's it's awesome. So I just want to salute you guys and congratulate you guys on on just Thanks. creating this really cool and, and even like furthering this the rock boat community because it is such a powerful community. It really got us started. Like, we would not be where we are playing live because without the rock boat like yeah. that really started us in that journey so awesome um i want to congratulate you guys and applaud you guys for for furthering this community thanks man thanks a lot yeah i can't wait to get the new album on vinyl and get it right up here yeah I'll, I'll move scott terry's over <laughs> <laughs> prime real estate up there yeah you know <laughs> eric thanks so much for your time man Hey, thanks guys for having me. And now it's uh, all on Eamon. What are you going to get, man? Uh, I don't know. You'll stay tuned. I'll, I'll tell you guys. Ooh, yeah. we, will, we will update it. We'll post it on socials. I, I, yeah. I quick, yeah, I quick like scrolled and I was like, man, this is a lot. I got to wait until after we talk. House to shows. There are a lot. There He's are buying that artwork. Yeah. So if you haven't, if you guys haven't checked it out, there's a lot of different th- cool things you're giving, giving away for people that, are supporting the Kickstarter. So that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're excited about them. We, we took a lot of time figuring out what we wanted to package. So it, it incentivized people to feel like they're a part of this, you know, not, they're not just giving us money. They're getting something out of this and being involved in our journey. And I do love, by the way, how many of each item there is, and it shows you like a ticker. I think that is just like, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Certain ones like the paintings, there's like four. Right. Yep. And then, yeah. like, how shows? I don't. How many are we doing? How many is on there? 
Um, we've allotted to like certain, uh, maybe, I don't know. But there's so only the a certain amount. 300 that Eamon asked for, he can't. <laughs> he can't ask for 300 house shows. Playing a show in Chris's driveway. It'd be a lot of money. You'd be it a would be a lot of money. You'd be a very wealthy man. You wouldn't. <laughs> I clicked on one and then I, I, I got to set up a Kickstarter account. I got to go through some avenues. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the I don't know the back end. We've had someone ask us too, like about readjusting one of their things. They want to add something more on, and it seems to be working. To it. <laughs> yeah, you guys are yeah. crushing it. Well, speaking seem... of Kickstarter, you know, way back when when we had Tony Luca on, I even forgot that we bought some vinyl, but this came in this week. So go go check it out. New Ooh. Tony Luca album, and it it was generated by Kickstarter. So with that being said, I just can't wait to get your vinyl. Oh, thanks guys. Yeah, we're excited about it. I'm sure we will make it awesome. Sweet. We will not skimp on the vinyl, that's for sure. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an awesome vinyl. Thanks oh, again, man, for your time and uh, enjoy the weekend and we'll catch up. Yeah, thanks guys. Thank Stay you. Stay safe. I'll see you guys soon.